Somewhere in the darkness, there's a man they call the skipper, fast asleep, dreaming of gold. He wakes before the sun does, even though he'd rather stay in bed. Curses the cold in Minnesota. Why's it always so damn cold? He's got a job. You're listening to Stonecast, curling in the Twin Cities with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Listney. All right, it's June 16th, 2018. Uh, I'm Jordan, and we are here at the Seattle Summer Spiel with Northwest correspondent Jeff Uger. Hello. Hello. And Spiel organizer Todd Schultz. Hey, I'm Todd. And I don't know your last I'm name. Phil Triak. Triak? Triak, yes. All right, very good. So... We uh we represent Colombia in the uh, World Cup themed bond spiel. <laughs> Been a great time, Jeff. How we do this weekend? Uh, probably about as well as Colombia is gonna do. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Yeah, uh, I don't actually know if they're good or not. So no I idea. Assume, I assume not. Zero and three. Yeah. yeah. In any yeah. case, uh, on three. Jeff's a Midwest transplant and uh, uh, hails originally from Duluth, Minnesota. We grew up together. We regard Jeff as our Northwest correspondent. Moved to Yakima recently. Saw an opportunity to call a couple friends and come to the Seattle Curling Club. And ironically, I spent 13 years growing up in Yakima. Really? Yeah, so oh. I can warn him all about it. For Did, were, so were you like, is <laughs> wow. this like the first 13 years of your life? No, this was like nine years old until college, and then I just got the heck out of there. That seems, that, that seems there. like a good back. age to get out of anything. Yeah. Well, you want to move away from that. That's what I did with Duluth. Yeah. 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 Grew up there and got out of there. Right on. So, if if, what do we need to know about the Seattle Curling Club? Uh, You need to know that it's called the Granite Curling Club. Very good. We do. Yep. But the website is seattlecurls.com. It is. You're right. Yes. Seattlecurl.org or something like that. Official title is the Granite Curling Club of Seattle. Right. I yes. think it did used to be called Seattle Curling Club back in the day. It was literally created by, I think it was four couples that, like the whole mortgage your house sort of thing back in the 50s, built the club. Mm. Um, the 1951? I, or, yeah, I, so I think I saw that earlier. So the, cl- the club is 1951. The building is 1961. Okay. And like Todd said, literally, there's a group of people, one of them is 90 years old and is still a curler here, yeah. who mortgaged their houses to yeah. pay for this building. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy story. It's yeah, really we had a, it, it seems like a lot of curling clubs are kind of built on the blood, sweat, and tears of the people that Absolutely. want to support it. Yeah. I mean, St. Paul had sort of this weird renaissance in the 80s when all of a sudden they were facing financial dissolvement more or less and then the, the like neighborhood showed up the curlers I mean the carpenters etc like if you can pound a nail you should come yeah and they kind of kept it alive so yeah that's cool so that there was a similar experience here in Seattle absolutely they built a new club and uh, the, the new the, the Phoenix Arizona club is a similar story they're a couple of years old and just people just made it happen like there was this guy who was a construction manager and just 
okay. people just working after hours to do. But yeah, so this is, you know, no one gets wealthy playing this sport, as you know. And I think it's just, you know, the sense of community is what keeps us coming back for sure. So yeah, this is, you know, I mean, my... We uh, had a, a um, we bought new rocks a couple years ago, and you could sponsor a rock. And oh. my rock literally says, "My wife and I sponsored." It says, "Our happy place." That's nice. And it's just you know, it is. This is you know, this is what you know. I I live for this place. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, it's fantastic. So the the two matches I played, we were we were both on sheet five, and I was vice both times. My rock, I think, was maybe in Arabic or some. There's a yeah, scripted language rock. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, okay, that was my question. Were you yeah. red or yellow? Do you remember? I think we were... I think we were red, I, to, red in our third match. Yeah, because yeah. my rock is on sheet five. It's red, but it is not in a scripted language. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is really cool because I can't read this. I don't know what to say. It makes me believe that I can maybe make the shot. <laughs> Amazing. Gives me confidence. Right on. So you're an ex-pate? Did you tell me that earlier? Yeah, I'm actually from Illinois originally. I moved here. Uh, I moved to San Francisco in '98. Moved to Seattle in 2004, and I, I think I'm officially a West Coaster now. So. Okay, all right. And you started as a West Coaster. No, actually, I'm actually a Boston boy. Really? Yeah. For the first nine years, I still have a ton of family back there. I go back multiple times a year. So Boston's in town this weekend. I went to the first game on Thursday. <laughs> oh, I w- Scotty and I almost went to that. Did you? My buddy has amazing t- tickets, 13 rows behind home plate. Mm. Um, so anytime he's got Boston tickets, he always gives me a call. Um, so yeah, you still root for Boston when you play? I do still root for Boston. I'm not one of those guys who jumps and cheers. I wear my Boston hat. I clap a little bit when they hit a home run, <laughs> but I'm not like shoving it in everybody's face. You're not a full-on asshole yet? So. No, no, not yet. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I would support, you know, like, if you got a team, we both grew up in Minnesota, and wherever we are, we're Twins fans, oh, yeah. so. Absolutely. I grew up a Cardinals fan, and I, again, I've been here long enough that I pretty much, you know, I'm a Mariners fan now, I just don't, mm-hmm. I hardly remember what it was like to be a Cardinals fan, so, mm. I know some people think that's weird, but it's just. And the Mariners are in first right now? They are in first. Miraculously. The they, yeah. The Mariners, this is a little known fact, the Mariners actually have the longest active playoff drought, not just of any major league team, of any professional sports team in the U.S. So really? It's been, since 2001, when they won 116 games, they haven't made the playoffs since then. So wow. I was at that game, actually. Nice. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, a guy, a friend of ours growing up named Mike Poe, his family was from uh, uh, Seattle originally. And uh, they were big Mariners fans, so we grew up like being like fans of Griffey. Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey. Yeah. So yeah, I saw, I was at the game the year Griffey retired when he was a White Sox, and he fell asleep in the dugout, <laughs> and they, they, that was a big deal on ESPN. And it was really cool seeing him like he got a hit. You know, he went like one for four, and it was just a single. I was like, oh, I, you know, I we traded baseball cards. We. Like he was, he was the guy. Yeah, he was. There's a great Super Nintendo yeah. game about Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. Mid '90s. So. so how long? So you made a great announcement earlier, Todd, or you're not going to run the spiel anymore, or you're going to manage it, or something. Yeah. So right now, um, I'm the bond spiel chairman, which means I'm technically in charge of all the bond spiels. Now that doesn't mean I run them because a lot of bond spiels they will have bond spiel managers, so I just kind of do oversight, help them out. But then there's like three or so a year that I actually manage myself. Yeah. 
often with Phil and Max, who you met before. Mm. Um, we really love the holiday spiel. I really, we really love the summer spiel. So I'm hoping, even though I'm stepping down as chairman, I won't be in charge of all of them. I'm still hoping that I can manage a couple of the individual spiels. Yeah. But that will be up to the new bond spiel chairman, and then Phil is the new president of right uh, of the club. Do you guys have term limits on these roles? It's it? whenever it's, you it's, run out the door screaming. It's more the opposite. Is usually yeah. people do a yeah. two-year term. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think there have been a couple people in the past that have done longer than a two-year term. Yeah. But yeah, it's typically you know your vice president for a year, yeah. then your president for two years, and then you typically stay on the board an additional year to kind of Transition. help a new incoming yeah. president. And I'm I'm. I keep saying there's an old Irish proverb, be careful what you wish for, you just might eventually get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited about being president, but I also don't quite know exactly what I'm getting myself into. We're, I mean, like Todd said, we're so heavily involved in the club as it is. I, honestly, if I'm being candid, I think I may actually have to step back and do less day-to-day things to be president just to kind of more manage like more like big picture kind of things. And it's just, you know, it's a... Our club just passed 600 people for the first time, which is a big deal. Um, and I just think, like, you know, it's, you know, this is a large organization. And there's a lot of, you know, dealing with a volunteer-based organization, it's, you know, it's, it's a, you know, there's a lot that goes into that for sure. So mm. I have a blast yeah, with this absolutely. place, but, you know, we're, I don't know about you, Todd, but I'm exhausted. Like yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Phil's the new president of the club, and he's been in the kitchen or the grocery store for the last two days straight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Um, I went to the grocery store five times on Thursday alone. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. So, was the club open during the gold medal Swedish match? Oh my god! Did you host? It was. Yeah. yeah it was, we had yeah, what? Maybe a hundred, yeah, hundred fifty people uh, here. Yeah, we brought in a couple extra TVs. We had over a hundred people. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was pretty crazy for sure. So. Yeah, it was. And we have a lot of national champions and stuff that belong to this club, and a lot of them were here. And, yeah, we set up a couple TVs. Obviously, the beer was flowing a little bit, and it was just amazing. Yeah. And it's funny because curlers will get texts from their friends like, oh, my gosh, this is happening. Are you watching? And we're like, oh, are you kidding was, me? Every curling in, a curler the time, in America yeah, the talk of the Olympics is watching this. Yeah. So we started hosting a mixed doubles like pro spiel on the tour a couple years ago. So we like – you know, had Matt Hamilton come through, had Becca Hamilton come through, and it was, it's, that's, that's what I love about curling, is like, you can like, you know, meet, play against, have beers with these people who are, you know, Olympic level athletes in this sport that, you know, that you love, and I think that's what makes curling pretty unique in that regard, for sure. Yeah. In fact, I heard stories, I can't name names, but people were here (laughs) for some of those level of, of (laughs) tournaments, and like, they're in the bar having drinks, and somebody has a camera, and they're like, uh, let's not do it here because my sponsors don't need to see me drinking beer. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I curl a lot of St. Paul, and that sort of thing happens right. a lot. Right. Yeah. But, um, but you guys at least had the match two hours earlier. I mean, it was, it was about 5 a.m. by the time everybody so, left. Let me, let me let you in on a oh, secret St. Paul wow. Club. Nothing beats West Coast time for sporting event beer. <laughs> it, no one, no one thank you. Like, it's true. It takes, you know, happy uh You've got Monday Night Football during happy hour? Like, you know, oh. that's fantastic. So. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Stonecast is supported by our friends at the Once Upon a Crime Mystery Bookstore, 604 West 26th Street in Minneapolis. Not only do they have a fantastic collection of mysteries, thrillers, and crime novels, they host some of the best author events in the area. Check them out on the web at www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. That's www.onceuponacrimebooks.com.
So anyway, how's the bonds feel been this uh, this this uh, weekend? It's actually been a lot of fun. Um, it seems like every actually bond... what's that? Actually been. I mean, it's a Unexpected. lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of work. Um, I, shit. I look at it as throwing a party with an eight thousand dollar budget or whatever the budget happens to be. Me, Max, who's not here, and Phil, we've man- co-managed a number of bond spiels together, and it seems like every time we try and kick it up a few notches. Uh, like this week, we did or this. Bonspiel, we did the international dessert competition, the rib competition. Well, that's because originally we did, what did we do first? We did gingerbread houses, and I thought Max was an idiot for doing it, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and that then the next sounds year, super fun. We did a pie competition. I'm like, nobody's going to bring a pie, and we had like 22 pies. Everybody and, loves pie. Exactly. And every year we just kind of, the rib competition was a little bit dicey this year. We ended up with a bunch of amazing ribs and at the end of the day that's the important part really so, so Max's thing is he likes to do like super high concept ideas that are kind of risky and they usually pay off so uh, <laughs> right he likes to come up with the <laughs> yeah. ideas he, he doesn't necessarily do the follow he's a Minnesota boy he, too so read into oh, that what you will yeah well you know he, he likes oh, management we're, we're, we're doesn't people. doesn't care about labor yeah, yeah exactly we're, yeah. We're, we're idea people I sent him an yeah. e- I sent yeah. him a text yesterday that said mostly because we have nothing but the cold to sit through and think up ideas of what things we would like to do I went to the Big Spiel two years in a row. And ah. I'd never been to your uh, city before that. They said it was cold. I'm a Boston boy, and I <laughs> still could not believe. I think it was two years ago. Well, it's like right after January. The yeah. high was like negative ten. Yeah, or it's something. like peak like, cold. People yeah. live in this. Yeah. Um, we're walking. We're in a VRBO. We walked three blocks to St. Paul Caroline Club, and like your snot's freezing in your yeah. nose. And, and three. And somebody the night before clearly puked on the sidewalk, and it's still there, frozen on the sidewalk yeah. at ten o'clock in the morning. We'll be there till um, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, Jeff's on a, a, a campaign to get my wife and I uh, to move to Yakima. Like I married a woman in medicine. Jeff married a woman in medicine. They could probably do a thing in medicine out in Yakima. Together. We often discuss the. Uh, 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 YQI, the Yakima Quality Index. Oh, yeah. Like, I want the local news, and I, in my my mind, I have a running, you know, like, well, do, did we gain a few points? Did we lose a few points? <laughs> on the well, YQI. I mean, there's well, no curling club, right? So. We're, there's no... we're looking into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you should. And, yeah. Uh, if, it, if it opens, he's committed to move out and run it, so. Yeah, uh, Jeff committed me as co-manager, and so if, I think USA Curling, if they ever like discuss new new curling clubs on the horizon, uh, we're both you know USCA members. So awesome. we'll there, see. The the holdup currently is the the arena in town is going through an ownership transition. It's taking a little longer, so oh. waiting oh, to, waiting to uh, negotiate ice time with the new owners and then yeah. go from there. Yeah, yeah, so. that would be fantastic. Yeah. So how are you guys curling? Are you curling this weekend, Phil? I am curling this weekend as well. I actually play at 11.15 we- tonight. So. Oh, wow. Okay. We both play at 11.15 tonight. Different teams. Different I, went, I got home yeah. at 3 o'clock in the morning, was on the ice at 8 a.m., have mm. not left today. So, um. Were you recently injured in a high-stakes curling match, skewered while broom stacking, or assaulted by a belligerent spieler? Do you suffer from phantom shoulder, arm, and leg pain due to atrophy from being off the ice? Do you yearn for the days of Golden Talk Radio? If so, call Stonecast. It's, it's KJR, KJR time. time. <laughs> anyway, have you guys have you guys ever had like a like a bond spiel? You're you're sort of administrating and things have sort of gone south in a thing that's beyond your control. 
That's a good question. That's a really good yeah. question. Um, this, pop- this one's a little bit tough because our compressor died a number of months ago. Um, and we're waiting till the season over to get our brand new, mm. sorry, not compressor, uh, dehumidifier. Um, yeah, you mentioned that. Yes, you're always going to have people who are upset at one thing or another. We have two guys that it seems like every bond should be able to complain about something without going detail into that. I would like to complain <laughs> that I did not get a meal at 9.30. I heard a. that. A.M. or P.M.? I heard that occurred. P.M. What the heck? Can we talk about that for like 10 more minutes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then, and then I'd like to not drop yeah, the subject not. and keep reminding you. Yes, over. We'll just, over. Cut, we'll just cut this. Yeah, over. over. No, no, we won't cut it. There's, we're not going to name name names. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, we, um, like, but, so 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 this is funny. We were curling last night, and and we we have a team of five, and our guy sitting out like sort of over was privy to this conversation, and was also privy to a conversation about polyamory in Seattle. <laughs> Can you guys expound on that in any... We could. Are, are you polyamorous? We probably shouldn't. Um, I like polys, if that's yeah. what you mean. They're fun people. We're yeah. all inclusive here. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny because I literally had a polyamorous conversation myself yesterday because a, a curling, uh, someone that was working in the kitchen with me, her cousin... <laughs> lives in a polyamorous... Uh, like a, a, cult, a, a like compound. In... In Maine, and they're looking for a cook for the summer, and it's like free room and board, all you can drink. You just have to cook for a bunch of polyamorous hippies all yeah. summer. I'm like, that actually sounds kind of appealing. You can almost write a book after you do <laughs> no, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no idea we're on that subject. Yeah, well, I do. You're gonna cut this part too, right? So. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I like care. I said, it's casual. We're trying to recreate that that post. Match atmosphere. Yeah, the only thing I can think of that is was the most challenging there is was, probably the well, there was the pig incident. I was going to say the pig. <laughs> the I would call pig it pig incident because that kind of makes it sound. No, it's. I mean, we like I said, we literally every year it's like, how can we outdo ourselves from the year before? Because yeah. we like to throw a big party, right? Like, so we have this other spiel called. I think it's talking about we have our our April spiel is like. Our signature event. Oh, it runs 24-7 for Thursday to Matt, Sunday. you told me about this earlier. Yeah. And you got to come at such a party. Like, picture the best party you've ever been yeah. to. 50, we do that teams. every year. 56 teams. On a five-sheet. On a five-sheet club. Yeah. yeah. And You might curl at 3 is, o'clock in the morning. So we like... And it's like... It used to be... Saturday night was crazy. But now we say Thursday is the new Friday... Friday is the new Saturday. Saturday is the new shit show. Yeah. Because it is like... I mean, You don't want to be here on Sunday. Like, you walk in, and it's like... Like I said, it's like, picture walking into, like... So, like we did a... Oh, yeah. Studio 54 theme one year. Mm. Some people show up, dresses... So, there's this one awesome team. They always, like, outdo themselves with their costume. Oh, we have a team like that in right. St. Paul. So, one year, they show... For the Studio 54, they show up as police officers. Like, 1970s New York police officers. And they have little mini bags of powdered sugar that look like, on that look like yeah. cocaine yeah. that they'll like walk up and stick in your pocket like they're trying to frame you. So I'm downstairs taking some stuff out of the out of the oven. I have taken this big powdered sugar and put it all over my nose just like as a joke. And the real police show up because I got a because we were being <laughs> because, loud because they got a noise ordinance call. We have so, neighbors. So I am the so I am the first point of contact. 
to the police officers with fake cocaine all over my face. <laughs> and we're talking, I'm talking to police officers, and another friend comes up the stairs dressed in drag as a go-go dancer without missing a beat, walks by the cops and says, hey, boys, <laughs> and keeps walking. Meanwhile, the fake police officers come downstairs to engage the real police officers to say, it's okay, officers, we totally have this. We <laughs> <laughs> got this covered. Now, fortunately, oh my fortunately uh, actually one of our uh, club members is a police officer, and they knew Derek, so it was like kind of a, That's you good. know, drop Derek, you know, it's like, they actually said, you know Derek, it's like, yeah, totally. So yeah. they wind up like hanging, again, classic curling, police officers wind up hanging out, watching for a while, asking questions about curling. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. We have a guy at our club who <laughs> fell asleep during the same winter carnival bond spiel. And nobody knew he was he was passed out on the couch on the like far end of the building, so everybody leaves and they activate the alarm system. So he like he he sort of like sits up and it's the proximity beams or motion sensors. Yeah, yeah. I don't quite recall. But all of a sudden, three minutes later, there are cops like pulling guns. He's like. Uh, he's a well-known curler, and he's like, um, my name is blah blah blah. I'm taking a nap. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> Because of course they called the manager, and the manager knew knew the guy, and it was quite a story. I've, I've heard this, I've heard this story many times, and it, it's always it's always a good story, as a lot of the curling stories are. I'm kind of surprised we've never locked anybody in, actually. I I'd be I surprised if they had never. Yeah, happened, yeah, so. fair enough. But no, yeah. So we roasted this was 150 pound pig. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, we didn't even get to the no, pig. 100, yeah, 150 pound pig. Yeah, Todd. Buys it from a buddy of his. Who raises pigs. And oh, you could so. actually go, if you wanted to witness the killing of the pig, you could. And we were both busy. Otherwise, I kind of, I don't know, like, I, like, for me, like, like, I try, you know, I kind of, you know, I'm a vegetarian every once in a while just because I think it's healthier and are, are at all. Right, right. But for me, it's like, if you're going to eat a dead animal, at least respect the fact that you know that you're eating a dead animal. So I actually thought about going, and I'm like, I kind of wish I had. But that being said... You know, I, he, so I, say, I don't think about that at all. No, so, so he shows. So he shows up. Seattle. No, so we get this. So like those, there's a refrigerator around the corner here. Like walks up, open it up, and there's just a dead pig in the bottom of the refrigerator, thrown in the. And refrigerator. we did. You know, we have league night, so I had to basically put a sign on the door saying, uh, "You might not want to open this one. It might be disturbing to you because it's a dead pig." Wow. Yeah. And so what happened? <laughs> the backstory is for that spiel. I was supposed to do food. Phil was going to do something else. And then we swapped. And I'm like, okay, if you want to do food, that's cool. But I'm already buying a pig for my buddy. We're doing a whole hog. Phil's like, okay. Um, and then that happened because another club member had the idea. He's like, dude, we should do a whole hog. I was like, okay, my buddy sells pigs. So he was going to be our chef. Well, he showed up 10 in the morning already drunk, right? No, so, no, no, no. It's not quite exactly the story. You, so you drink for free if you When cook. you volunteer. And if someone doesn't know that for the first time, they're like, oh, by the way, you get to drink for free. So proceed with their story. So he's just roasting this pig. Fair enough. Drinking all Drinking the for free, yeah. <laughs> drinking for and free. And he's roasted a million pigs, <laughs> but there were some issues this time due to the Rainiers on the table or whatever. Hmm. Um, due to the volume of available alcohol. Well, there's also, yeah. you know, the pig was probably too big for the box. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is he kept, because he's half in the bag, kept opening it up. Yeah. To show it to everybody. Of course, all the heat. Yeah, yeah, all the yeah, heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose 200 degrees. And I didn't, I didn't know I was supposed to, but I didn't request that my buddy already, like, splay it out. And you have to do that. 
So another club member is there with a butcher knife just going like this, just hacking at the thing. And I'm like, dude, you're kind of getting bone shards all over the hog right now. He's like, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's, it's good for the it's good for the protein. Yeah. yeah. And then later on, we dumped out the wheat. Somebody dumped out the hot coals on the side of the parking lot. You can still tell where it is because there's this mound of like yep, torn up asphalt or whatever. Yeah, that was a great. That was a good time. The pig did get eaten. It was late in, but it did get eaten. We had a driveway growing up in in Duluth, and uh, shoveling snow one cold winter, we lit a fire in the driveway. Also had a this little burnt. Yeah, right. Yeah, you never forget about that. Nope. We got a little bit of crud from that. Yeah, understandably so. Wasn't that remarkably close to the garage in question? And that was uh, why it's remarkable. It wasn't Jeff, that close. But Jeff yeah. lived about five blocks north of me in Duluth, and uh, God, if we'd known about curling, our whole lives might have been different. Yeah, true. <laughs> but we, uh, we we had a tennis court between our houses, and then we, we kind of cut our teeth on the mean courts of Minnesota <laughs> genteel tennis. Shout out to Longview. Shout out to Longview tennis courts. Yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, like, what is, if you guys had, let's, let's like, let's not say $8,000, let us $10,000 budget. Okay. What is your ideal bond? Like, what is what is the dream sort of like? It doesn't need to be an open bond spiel. What is the dream bond spiel you throw here in Seattle, maybe for Seattle, and you know later open the registration as many bond spiels do. Yeah, that's a good question. I wish Max was here because he's the he's the (laughs) idea guy. Yeah. Um, There's a couple things we've been talking about. One of them is, and I think you guys do it, or one of the Minnesota uh, clubs do it, is do the uh, celebrity curling, right? Yeah. That's yeah. in Duluth. Is that in Duluth? And yeah. Lupus Spiel in Blaine. Yeah, and I talked to Regan about doing it. Oh, Regan's, yeah. Regan's so good. She's so amazing. Yeah. Is she, is she the one you're talking about now? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. would love to do and Her husband like is that. Todd Burr. Yeah, exactly. The Burr exactly. rank. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Right on. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It's a hard question to answer because you know every year you know we tried to kill, a, smoke a pig once. Maybe we'd do a woolly mammoth the next time, or you know what I mean. I want to yeah. do, do a clambic, a giant old school like dig a hole clambic. That'd be fun. Oh, should we tell him about? <laughs> He's from Boston. That's right. I've exactly. done clam bakes. I've done lobster bakes. Should we tell him about the uh, fish and chips? Oh yes. A couple years ago, again, Max's idea. He's like, we're gonna deep fry, make our own fish and deep fried huge, fish and sorry, chips. Good Midwest, huge fish fry, right? Old school, oh, yeah. Wisconsin we, we style. We have a lot of those, like summer club Friday, Friday night. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we get a we bunch of bunch of fryers. You can eat if you're there by six. Four guys lined up. Yeah, a bunch of fryer. You know, I used to be a home brewer, so I had you know the turkey fryer and all that. We got like four or five of that. And, I mean, you're just really throwing a bunch of oil in a pot, turning it on, and then throwing the fish in. But, A, we put in way too much oil, so it took hours to come up to heat. Max put in way too much oil, to be fair. So. Max told me to put it. I'm like, how much oil? He's like, ah, three quarters of the way up. Okay. Half at most. Right. Well, now I know that. See, I've learned that lesson. But, anyway, once it got up to heat and we're putting it in, we had... A buddy of ours, Tim, he's out there in flip flops throwing stuff in there, and the oil. And, and we, you know, we had literally like for weeks before this, we had nicknamed the event that time we burnt the club down. Like, yeah, like we before actually, we even before like we actually had it. a fire extinguisher next to us, knowing this is Something a high risk activity. Yeah. <laughs> so we put in one of the. We're doing like frozen fish because it's cheaper and faster, but one of the the fish had too much ice frost on it, just. 
totally boils over, like rolling down. I mean, again, yeah. brought to the parking lot, the there's still a stain like three years later. Yeah. And, and again, I'll be yeah. honest, I was inside most of the time because I'm like, I don't even want to witness this. I know they're doing it, and I know they'll get it done, but I'm going to find something else to be busy in. But then I would come out a few times, and oh, there's Tim in his flip-flops, <laughs> boiling oil all over the place, and up to here in green. Oh, my gosh. The fish and chips turned out amazing. No, they were no. about an hour late. Yeah. <laughs> And we had risk of, of of some serious injuries, but we pulled it off. And it's yeah. somehow it's just we I mean, we've been doing this for so long together. You you learn a little bit, you make mistakes, you do things right. Oh. Sometimes I bite off more than I can chew. But at no. the end of the day, you know, it's you know, I did Spanish tapas for lunch. It's generally a very forgiving community. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day Except for the two guys that I was complaining. Except for those two guys. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, you really screw something up, Domino's pizza is a phone call away. And yeah. we, we've done that a time or two. Usually it's if you run out of food or something like that. But there's we almost always come in under budget, so we like to have a little bit oh, of buffer that's, in case that's a relief. does happen. On time and under budget. Wow, that's the opposite of my job every day. <laughs> <laughs> There's one time non-curling, non-curling related. Yeah. There was one time the person in charge of food uh, woke up extremely hungover on Sunday and was like, "There's no way I'm gonna go cook." So they just called Jimmy John's and ordered a couple platters of sandwiches. <laughs> and like, right on. here you go, good right enough. On. Well, gentlemen, good times, man. It's been a great time. Thank you so Thanks much. Thank you want a great bond spiel, Phil? Appreciate it, buddy. Want a great bond spiel as well? Yes. Thank you so much. Jeff, yeah. Northwest correspondent, we yeah. finally got you on, and uh, good curling, gentlemen. You have a, you have a late match tonight. Eleven fifteen. Both yeah, of us, eleven fifteen, baby. Eleven fifteen to one fifteen. Uh, we're all done, yeah. Nice. Hot, hot. I mean, unless the organizers, you know, wanted to play a little fast and lose <laughs> with the scores. <laughs> you're, right. you're done, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're done, done. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks man. What a pleasure.
There's a man they call the skipper, fast asleep, dreaming of gold. 